So we're talking about the origins of underground reptiles and how we got to where we are today. And you got to remember, uh, a lot of times uh, things happen along the way on a journey that you might not necessarily be proud of or think that is uh, acceptable, especially if you look back in this day of cancel culture and people look back and, oh, Ryan did this or this guy did this and all of a sudden you're canceled because you did something when you were a kid. But craziest thing happened. It's 1992 and uh, I get this uh, fax. A fax machine is... Um, is uh, a machine that has a big roller in it you guys that are above uh, uh below 30 years old and all of a sudden you get this paper that comes out and you rip it off and you look at it and it was somebody who sent me a fax from tanzania africa he said do you want uh, pancake tortoises now back then nobody had seen pancake tortoises in 20 years it's this small, thin tortoise. You could, you, could, you could Google it, which we couldn't do back then. But all we heard was these crazy rumors about what a, a pancake tortoise was. And you could look up pictures in an encyclopedia. But there was no such thing as online. You got to remember that. You guys that are young guys, you're looking in this day and age. And, and you could look online at anything you want. All you got to do is put the name in there and it comes up. We couldn't do that. So I call the guy on the phone, and keep in mind, when you call somebody back then, it wasn't like now, there wasn't WhatsApp. It cost 10 bucks to call a guy in Africa. So I get these this uh, fax, and I look at the phone number, and you gotta dial 011, you gotta dial the country code, and get the number. And you gotta remember that the time difference is very big. So I, I call up uh, Tanzania, Africa, and this guy, very thick African accent, would you like to import? African pancake tortoises. Oh, absolutely. So the guy says, I will ship you next week. I'm like, how are you going to ship me next week? It takes time to get, there's this thing called the CITES paperwork and you got to apply for the government. So I fax him all of our information. And lo and behold, a week later, unbeknownst to me, I get a phone call uh, from, from our broker. You have a shipment at the airport. Like, I didn't even know I had a shipment at the airport. So I send my guy to go pick the shipment up, and it's these two genet cats. If you've never seen a genet cat, genet cat is the coolest thing you've ever seen, and one of them is black. So it looks like a mini version of almost like a black leopard. It's, it's the coolest crazy thing in the world. So I bring them back, and I, I didn't order them. I don't know where they came from. And we open them, and first of all, these things are psychopaths out of the wild. They're adults. They're not babies. you got to wrestle with them. But that's a whole different story of what we could do back then. We notice a letter at the top of the box that says, I'm up here, help. I don't even know what that means. Well, as we're taking the box apart, we unscrew the top and lift up. And there's this secret compartment in the top of the box. And all of these baby pancake tortoises, there's like 150 of them. Baby pancakes are the cutest thing in the world, like this big. And they're in the top of a box. We like freak out. This is the greatest thing in the world. I had no idea. Now, please keep in mind, it's 1992. There was no such thing as like PETA and animal rights activists. We weren't eating the tortoises. We were taking them and selling them to people who were keeping them as pets and loving them and breeding them. At least that's what our... Uh, that's what our justification was. So we open the box and we set them up and we start to feed them and they're eating and they're doing great. And 
I go home and it's like, whoa, happy day. Or I get up the next morning and I go to work. And as we go to work, about five big cars flood the parking lot. <laughs> and it's U.S. Fish and Wildlife with their guns drawn. Everybody down on the ground. We're like, whoa, you know. We... The kind of stuff you see in movies, like drug deals. Well, they tell us that the, the tortoises that we have, we smuggled them in. And I said, I didn't smuggle them in. I didn't know, even know they were coming. Well, I have to go get a lawyer. And we have to go meet with all of these wildlife agents. And um, the guy in Africa, I called him, I said, hey, you sent me these, these tortoises, but there was no paperwork. He says, don't worry, I will send you paperwork. So after the fact, he sends me the paperwork, I give it to Fish and Wildlife, and they say to me, your paperwork is no good. I said, well, don't tell me, tell the guy in Africa. He says to me, no, that's your problem. So I can go through the whole story about pre-trial investigation and arrest warrants and uh, grand jury indictments. But in the end, I wound up getting a year in prison for smuggling pancake tortoises. Now, I have no reason to lie. I'm talking about something that happened 30 years ago. I'm telling you, I never asked for the tortoises. I never ordered the tortoises. I had no idea they were coming in. I, I wouldn't even known who to call in the case that I got them in. So I didn't try to smuggle these animals in. But lo and behold, instead of five years, I get a year in federal prison for smuggling um, pancake tortoises. So my first day I have to report to prison there's three kinds, in case you don't know this, there's three kinds of basic prisons um, when it comes to the feds. There's high security, there's medium security, and there's low security. But then there's also a camp. There's a federal prison camp, an FPC. You go to an FPC if you either got very short amount of time or you're coming down off a long bid. Like if, if, you, had, if you got a 15-year bid and they want to kind of transition you. Because in, at a prison camp, you can do outside jobs, but you just got to stay there. I think they put an end to that since then because a lot of people were just leaving and not coming back because there's no gate that closes. Uh, there's no, they don't make you stay there. If you don't want to stay in a, in a prison camp, you, you can walk out the door and you can get arrested again, but nobody does that because usually it's for short time people. But going back to the story, my first day, I have to report to a high security because nobody reports, at least now they can. But back then, first you had to report to a high security and then... After a few weeks, they transfer you over to the low security or prison camp. So my first day in prison, I'm like, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. And I was like, all right, I, 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 all I heard was stories about prison, all that stuff. So I did a bunch of working out. I got real sharp with the fighting skills. And, and the first day I get there, and I'm like, oh, wound up, wound up. And the guy that's putting me, putting me in, he's what you have. A, you have what when you go to prison, you have what's called a team. And your team, you have the your 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 uh, one of the guards, uh, one of your counselors, and then your assistant warden, the AW. Um, part of my team was my counselor, and he looks at me, and he looks at my paper, and he goes to me. I'll never forget. He looks at me, and he goes, "You're in here for selling tortoises." I was like, "Yeah, I uh, I." Um, I smuggled in pancake tortoises. A pancake tortoise? What's pancake tortoise? 
I'm not in the mood to talk at this point, as you can imagine. Here I am. Now I'm leaving a wife and three young kids to go to prison for tortoises. Not a great idea. So he shakes his hand, he looks at me, he goes, I can't believe it. I have to take somebody who, who dealt with tortoises and put him into a prison where there's murderers, rapists, and criminals. And I'll never forget when he said that, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a fun day. So I go in there and I'm all puffed up. Oh man, who's first, you know? Like I want to find my place in this pecking order. And I walk in there and the first thing I see is people crowded around TVs. There's, there's this big open room and then there's TVs hanging from the ceiling and everybody's got headphones on. And I remember walking in there, just wound up as all get out and looking up on the TV and there was this guy on the TV and he was yelling into the TV, right into the camera. Hoo-ha! Got you on the check! Hoo-ha! Got you on the check! And everybody around is, is kind of doing his head with their thing. And I was like, where am I? I felt like I, I went to like a different country or something like that. It was the craziest thing in the world. So I got on the phone. The first thing is that you, you, they have these Bay of Pay phones and you call and you have this used to have this thing called collect phone calls where you press zero and hey, uh, can I make a collect call please? And, and it's a good way for the government to charge people who are in prison a lot of money because our phone bills wound up being four or $500 a month because we had to make all these collect phone calls. Anyway, I called my wife and I was like, I don't know where I am, but this is the craziest place I've ever seen in my life. You know, uh, keep me in prayer because I don't know how this is going to go down. I'll call you when I can. So you get in there. Now you could either have a room with two or three other guys, or you could have a big uh, open area called a unit where there's beds everywhere. I was supposed to get my own, I was supposed to get a room with a couple other guys, but it was under construction or something like that. So I wound up being in the unit and you get the bed and, and it's a bunk bed and there's rows of guys there. And that's another fantastic story. But from that day on, I became known as the turtle guy. Um, the first time I, uh, I got up the next day, and now I used to keep my head shaved. So my first chow in prison was just follow the crowd. Everybody's going to go eat. And I'd have guys keep walking up to me and going and saying things like, yo, you skin? Huh? You skin? No, no, I, no, no. I, I, what, what do you mean? Bro, are you, are you at the Brotherhood? I didn't know what they were talking about. But later on I found out because I had shaved my head, the skinheads in prison wanted to know if I was with a bro an Aryan Brotherhood. No, 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 man, I'm not a skinhead. No, no, that, that ain't me. That, that ain't me. So day one in prison, my first meal is being approached by a bunch of skinheads. Night one in prison is a guy walking up to me telling me, look, man, there's going to be a riot tonight. Who set you claiming? I'm like, who set am I claiming? What are you talking about? Like, how did my life come down? How did my, how did my, how did my life get to this point? <laughs> I'm, I'm a father of three kids. I'm in my mid-30s, and here I am in the middle almost of a prison riot because I smuggled tortoises. So a, a guy tells me, a guy comes to the side, he goes, hey, man, you're the turtle guy, right? Tortoise. Yeah, that's what I said, turtle guy. Um, if anything goes down tonight, best thing for you to do is just sit in the corner of the room and hold your head like this. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you're going to see a few different guys. 
There's going to be guys that come in and tell you there's a fight going down, and then there's going to be guys in black hoods. What? What do you mean, guys in black hoods? He said, yeah, they've got what's called the sort team. I said, a sort team? What's a sort team? That's the cops, man. The cops come in in black hoods, and, they, and if you look at them in the eye, they'll bust your head open with a stick. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. I am not supposed to be here. Everywhere I went after then. Hey, it's the turtle guy. Hey, turtle guy. Turtle guy, turtle guy, turtle guy, turtle guy. Tortoise, tortoise, turtle guy. About two weeks after that, escaping all the prison riots and the sort team and the skinheads and having to explain to every black dude that I'm not a skinhead, then why did you shave your head? It's just something I do. I shave my head. I keep my hair short. I managed not to get killed. And then they moved me over to at the camp. So I finally get moved over to the camp, and I learned how to play what's called spades. If you guys, you white folk, never know what spades is, ask a brother. He'll tell you what spades is. Now, in prison, they play two types of spades. There's two-handed spades, and then there's cutthroat, where it's every man for himself. So it's four guys that sit around and you throw cards. Now the loser of the round has to do 25 push-ups. Unless you go into the higher games and it's 50 push-ups. Now I figured the one good thing about getting, getting put in prison is I'm a, at least I'm going to put on some muscle. At least I'll, I'll work out. So I'm a little more settled down now. I know how to eat. I know how to carry myself. I'm avoiding trouble when I need it. I'm not a skinhead. I'm not an Aryan Nation guy. Uh, I'm, I'm not with the, uh, the black Israelites. Uh, I'm not with uh, any particular gang. Now, you have to understand that where I went to prison is Miami. So let me let you on a little secret. In Miami, the FPC, it's 90% Hispanic. So I think there was about 15 black dudes. There was about six Italian guys, of which I'm one. And then the rest of the other thousand people were Hispanic. Now, the Colombians don't like the Puerto Ricans because they talk too fast. And the Cubans kind of hate everybody because they're really loud. So my first day playing spades, I'm playing cutthroat. And every time I lose the hand, because I don't know how to play this game, I got to do 50 push-ups. Now, remember I said I shaved my head? Right. Well, I had never spent that much time in the hot sun in Florida. I was new to Florida. I only moved down to Florida a couple years ago. And... In prison, ain't a whole lot to do, so you can run around the track, you can play ball, you can, there's a few things you do. So what happened was, though, it was the middle of the summer, and I don't know if you've ever gotten um, second-degree sunburn, but because I had shaved my head and didn't have any more hair, I got second-degree sunburn on the top of my head, and I had a little pus pocket. And while I'm playing spades with these guys, I'm playing cutthroat, and I'm losing... I do 50 push-ups and I sit down and one of these pus pockets breaks and the pus starts to run down the side of my head. Now one of the guys that I always play uh, spade with, I was playing cutthroat with, was this guy named Lauderdale. Now you, nobody really uses their real names there. Like I was the turtle guy, uh, this guy was named Lauderdale, another guy's Pompano Joe, uh, another one was Ricky Red. Nobody, you know, it depends what you look like, where you came from, everybody got a nickname in prison. Tony Black, Vinny, Vinny Red, you know, just, just depends on, that was your nickname. Well, as this pus pocket breaks and I sit down after doing push-ups, I'm breathing, Fort Lauderdale, 
who all the time would smoke these roots. He had these little, these weird looking cigarette looking roots. It was just a piece of wood and he'd light the end of it on fire. I don't know if his, his family brought him from on visit day, but he smoked these roots and his voice reared out like this. And he had a slow nothing like this. And as my pus pocket broke and started running down my head, Lauderdale looks at me and goes, Hey, turtle guy, what's on your head? And I went, oh, crap. Man, my, I had this second degree burn on my head and it, and it broke. And he looks at me and goes, Man, I hate white people. <laughs> it was hilarious. At that same card table, there's a guy named Vincenzo. We called him Enzo. Enzo says to me, Come here. You're the guy that's in here for turtles, right? And I said, tortoises. He goes, tortoise what? I said, no, 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 tortoises. He goes, what's a tortoise what? I said, no, it's a tortoise. It's a turtle that lives on land. So why don't they call it a turtle? Again, so I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's, I think you're a rat. No, I'm not a rat. I got, I got a year and a day in prison for selling tortoises. I'm not a rat. He says to me, now your last name is Gitman, right? I said, yes. He goes, but you told me you're Italian. I said, well, I am Italian. What happened was when my family came, my grandfather came to the country, he took my grandmother's name, and even though I have a Jewish last name, I'm Italian. Are you sure you're not a rat? I said, I'm, I'm. And so are we gonna, are we gonna play cards or are we gonna talk about my, my, my rap? He says, I just wanna get this straight. So you sold turtles, don't correct me again. And you got a year in prison. Yes, yes, that's right, he goes, you're a rat. And he walks away. Now one of these other guys, Pompano Joe, he said, he called me Ryan all the time. Ryan! Ryan! Yeah. You told me you're in here for selling turtles. Yes. Tortoises. Whatever. How much time you get? A year and a day. You got a year and a day for selling turtles. I said, yeah, Joe. He said, I ain't going back on the street. They put a brother in jail for nothing these days. I'm going to stay in prison the rest of my life. That was my daily routine over and over again. So if you're a young person out here listening to my stories, or you're a young importer, exporter, prison is no place for a man. Prison is for animals. So do yourself a favor. You can't beat the government. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, stay out of the system, stay away from it, because once you're in the system, you ain't getting out. I now have a federal felony on my record for, 20, for 30 years, which means I can't carry firearms. It took me 10 years to vote back in an election. Stay out of the system. Otherwise, you'll run across guy like Fort Lauderdale, guy like Pompano Joe, or Enzo. Hey, uh, you're a rat. Did you bring anything from the, from the kitchen today? That's what I got all day long. So that's a quick story for you guys. I got lots more to tell. 
And if you enjoyed that, leave a comment. And uh, thanks for listening. And don't believe the hype.